Welcome back to Normalized PTSD. So we had Mike, then Sarah. Today we have Abby. Abby's going to be the leader of the spouses group. This is going to be a group that's based out of the Bank of America little network. So it's not going to be out there for everybody, but I think it's a really good structure as well as there's always going to be some useful information provided. So hope you guys enjoy it. And with nothing else, here's Abby. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty awesome. Thank you so much for jumping on and having a quick chat. Uh, I was speaking with Sarah and she mentioned that she was in the spouses group and you were the organizer. And I was like, Ooh, what an interesting topic to discuss for like, you know, I imagine you're not the only person in the world (laughs) with like a spouses group. So I just wanted to get more information about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, tell me a little bit about, um, are you, so you're doing a podcast? What kind of, what's the the context for what you're working on? So I can make sure whatever I tell you is relevant. Um, well, uh, this was kind of a new idea. It started about two months ago. I just had some free time and yeah, I, I enjoy everything PTSD related because I'm combat veteran with PTSD. So I just started pulling on the thread, reached out mm-hmm. to friends and wanted to see if any of them wanted to share their story on how they found, uh, what ways they found to improve the quality of their life. And then I started seeing that there, it, mm-hmm. it also impacts, you know, families, which is obvious, but not something I thought of. So then I was like, well, you know, it's pretty important to get the other side of the house out. You know, like uh, some talk about the secondhand PTSD, ways to prevent it, things that are beneficial for mm-hmm. the kids as well as the parents and the spouses. So uh, after talking to Sarah, she mentioned you and I was like, ooh, that'd be a really interesting thing to get out there, too. So, yeah, it's just anything in regards to PTSD, the veteran with PTSD and the support structure around it and things that I'm seeing is like a more informed uh, support group uh, makes a better support group, you know, so Mm -hmm. whether that means more informed by having these spouses groups or, you know, uh, going to therapy together and being open and honest with your spouse Mm -hmm. about like what you're really dealing with so that they can help. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I think people think PTSD, they think flashbacks, and but they don't they don't realize how it manifests for different people. So I think more information is is always better. So I think I really appreciate what you're doing to to get the word out. That's great. Awesome, thanks. Yeah, I'm just really. Uh, I think there's a big stigma about PTSD, and some of it's warranted for sure. Like you know, sure. the aggression, the alcoholism, substance abuse. That's that is a real common thing with PTSD. But once you're past the pretending you don't have PTSD and actually start working on it, then I feel like a lot of those symptoms go away, and you're actually more sympathetic in a lot of ways. So. Yeah, I just want to like kind of normalize the whole idea because a lot of my friends, you know, they like whisper about it, you know, like turn, look left, look right, make sure no one's right. around before they start talking about any issues that they're having. And I'm like, that seems a bit silly. We should just be a little bit more real about it. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. So what did you, are? so you're out of the military now? Yes, I've been out for a little bit. I've been out in Hawaii chasing contract dollars and uh, yeah, I just had a little bit of break and I was trying to figure out how to like, you know, give back to the community. Cause I've been spending a lot more time with, uh, the EOD community, like going to the memorial and, uh, stuff like that. So like it kind of just sparked a fire in me a little bit more because I've been working with my PTSD pretty aggressively for like the last eight years. And when I go back and spend time with those mm-hmm. that may not have, it's really noticeable. And it's like, dang, you know, it's like maybe, you know, 
it's hard to like, hey, buddy, you know, like do this or like try this. It's more like, you know, live by examples. So they come to that idea themselves. And I find that to be a little bit, uh, I don't know, better approach. Right. No, I I agree. Because I feel like a lot of people don't don't want help. Certainly don't want to be told what to do. Right. Um, That never works. uh, Or especially if they're not really. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, don't tell me what to do. Yeah. Um, if they come to it them, themselves. So, um, well, that's awesome. Well, um, so yeah, Bank of America um, has, uh, within the bank, we have what we call employee networks. And they are networks of people who identify around a population or an issue. Um, and we have a military support and assistance group for veterans of the bank or family members of, uh, of veterans, or we have a black professionals group. We have a women's leadership group. We have an LGBTQ plus pride group. So we have all these different networks at the bank that kind of come together around a population to provide support, professional development, community engagement um, to its members. And so within the military support and assistance group, um, I can't take credit for it, but um, a few years ago, someone said, hey, we should do something just for military spouses at the bank. Um, And three years ago, um, I I had been very involved in the group and they said, hey, would you be willing to to take this over? And um, one of the things that we had recognized is that military spouses, particularly in corporate America, face unique challenges because they relocate frequently. Sometimes employers are supportive of that. Sometimes they're not supportive of that. A lot of times um, my husband is in the army and I always like to joke that the army likes to buy large plots of cheap land in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So um, if you get relocated to Fort Riley in the middle of Kansas or um, Mm -hmm. you know, out in rural California, a lot of times there are not job opportunities uh, available to you as a spouse. Um, and so it's very difficult on your career retention, your career progression. Um, and so this group was formed to kind of support each other through, um, through those changes. Um, also make people aware of benefits that the company, Bank of America offers. Also, uh, benefits available through the military, um, that folks may not be aware of. Um, so it's been a very useful group, and we meet quarterly. Um, we have a kind of a big forum meeting that we meet quarterly, but then we've also formed some subgroups within um, because one of the things we heard is that people just want to get to know each other, and a lot of times we're in all different locations. Mm-hmm. So it's a virtual group. Um, my co-lead lives in Boston. I live in the – just we just PCS. Uh, last week. So uh, we just relocated to the Washington, D.C. area. Um, but our members are all over the place from Hawaii to, um, to to New York, like all over all over the United States. So um, um, it's been a really useful group to kind of share resources, hear about things that are going on um, and and support each other. And as we've gotten to know each other, um, I think uh, and as we've developed relationships, it's been um, good to talk about, you know, hey, like, you know, how has ha- PTSD affected our lives or our work lives? And um, I think in a corporate work setting, people are not 
often willing to open up about that and talk about that. But when you have a small group of people in the same situation who you know are going to be understanding and sympathetic, um, it's it's been really beneficial to kind of uh, be there for each other. Yeah, no, that's exciting and awesome. Uh, do you guys extend uh, invitations to people or spouses of veterans that are outside of Bank of America also, or is it just uh, really in-house kind of stuff? It is just in-house. So it is just um, spouses that work at the company um, because a lot of what we're doing is sharing resources for the company. And one of the biggest initiatives that we have been working on right now is advocating. So right now, obviously, we're all working from home for the last few years with COVID. Right now, the company is working at bringing everybody back into the office. And right now, they're they're really focused on bringing people back into the office, and that's a big push for the company. And so um, what we're trying to do is uh, advocate for remote work or flexible work mm-hmm. for our military spouses who may have to relocate um, and trying to get exceptions for them um, so they can keep their jobs even if they have to PCS to a location that Bank of America doesn't have an office or that their line of business isn't isn't located in. So um, one of the, you know, a lot of the work we do is internal focused um, because we're all bank employees. So. Right. Well, that's exciting. Hopefully that works out. You know, I feel like uh, COVID, if anything positive came of it, it's, you know, remote work is something that we can achieve and do. Yes. So our, our leadership has been very supportive. We presented two weeks ago to our military network um, executive leaders, and they have all kind of pledged to advocate and support for military spouses, keeping their roles and working remotely, Give as long as they're the job position allows for that, or they can continue to do their job. And as long as the individual's performance is um, meeting expectations. So, um, so we have some positive movement in that direction. Um, I would like to see kind of a company wide policy that military spouses can work remotely. Um, We haven't gotten that far yet, but but our leadership is supportive and is willing to champion military spouses who are relocating. So that's a great, great. That is, that's awesome. So uh, on a personal level, like how impactful Mm -hmm. was the spouses group for you? Like, uh, did you find benefit? And if so, how? I found a lot of uh, practical benefits from, I mean, one, just um, it's interesting because I, I have led many FRGs before as well. Um, and while I have a ton of friends that are military spouses, um, there are often not, um, it's, it's hard for military spouses to work for all the reasons that I've said. So a lot of spouses that I've met through the FRG don't work full time. Um, and they certainly don't have, um, and sometimes they do, but it's, it's, I just tell people, I sometimes feel like a unicorn to have a great like corporate job that I've been able to keep and grow over the, the you know, the last 10 years. So, um, uh, so in FRGs, a lot of the issues that I have with like working and PCSing and deployments are, they don't necessarily have those same issues. So it's been great to meet other military spouses that are dealing with like, okay, how do I keep my job and participate, um, from an, you know, in my work life, um, in a new location or how does, like tax implications of being a military spouse because there's all kinds of tax implications or, Hey, you know, my, my co-chair told me like, Hey, when you sell your house, you know, and 
be really thoughtful about like the the tax implications of you know the gains you're going to make on your house and so and then um you know when they did the uh tax uh during the trump administration the tax rebate and then they ended up taking it out of people's paychecks the following year making folks aware of that so they could budget for that um Mm -hmm. and then also just on a personal level connecting with other people and just sharing kind of, you know, personal support. We um, we have a group of spouses that are all PCSing this summer. And so we've been meeting monthly to talk about like, okay, how have you found childcare for your children this summer? How was the home, you know, home buying right now is like crazy, crazy. Like, how did that work for you? What strategies did you use to buy a house? Like, how did you manage like, your 10 days of hotel, you know, that the, the military gives you while moving and trying to buy a house and sell a house. And so just having people who are at the same stage of life so you can share um, share resources has been really helpful. That, that's amazing. I'm just sitting here thinking like, wow, all the things that go on behind the scenes, you know, like I, I imagine your husband helps, but I also imagine <laughs> that this is your wheelhouse, you know, it's like, okay. And you got a checklist, you're like, boom, yeah. boom, 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 yeah. like knocking it out. Yeah. And he's at work that's, <laughs> flying, that's you know, exactly it's like, right. that's pretty exciting that. I know it, it is exactly right. I mean, I basically handled all like the whole home selling and home buying process um, because he just didn't have capacity with his job. And I mean, I was working full time too, but took time off to go find a house and then compared he's like oh you're the banker you should figure out the best loan rate for us so got all the different mortgage loan offers and comparing loan rates and uh-huh. you know should i buy down points should i not buy down points and um you know trying to figure that out and uh and so um so yes it's a lot <laughs> then the move on top of it uh what what are the uh, super helpful things for, I guess, uh, improving the quality of your life, especially when dealing with PTSD is security and financial security mm-hmm. is like one of those big parts of that. And it sounds like there's tons of resources to help you guys stay on point in that direction. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, being a dual income is, is obviously incredibly helpful for um, our you know, financial stability as a family, but also Bank of America has a ton of resources uh, to support employee financial wellness, like um, education resources called our Better Money Habits website, which if you're interested in going to bettermoneyhabits.com, they have like all kinds of resources around budgeting, investing, buying a house um, that are available to everyone. And they have military specific um, lessons on there too, to folks who are transitioning into the civilian workforce. So um, that's, Working and then working for Bank of America have been really beneficial for our, uh, at least financial stability for as a family. Awesome. Yeah, I'll add that in the show notes for sure if anybody's interested. Uh, so circle back to PTSD. Uh, was this spouses group beneficial in that way to maybe share stories? Uh, it sounds like there's resources. Were you able to get some sort of like, is there any books or anything that stood out on uh, PTSD to get more information to be better suited to help in that regard? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I think PTSD, as I've met spouses through this group and we've gotten to know each other, um, we have connected online, like in a one-on-one setting, because I still feel like in a group setting, especially in a work environment, people, it's a very sensitive topic. Um, And I don't feel like there are enough 
resources out there, especially for families on how to deal with it. Because, um, you know, I, I, you know, my husband's been in the, in the military, he was special forces aviator. He just got back from Afghanistan last year. Um, he's deployed, I don't know, five times, I guess, since we've been together. Um, so Mm -hmm. it's interesting. And I, I wish I had more resources because sometimes I'm like, wow, sometimes PTSD doesn't look like, oh, I'm, I'm jumping every time there's a loud noise. It looks like you're just being a jerk. <laughs> and like, that's what it feels yeah. like, right? Like, you're just an asshole. And it's like, okay, no, he's like been through traumatic experiences. And that's why he's reacting this way. Um, but to people who don't necessarily have the context or know that, like, they're like, you're, you're just being a jerk. Like, why are you acting like this? So, um, I've been able to connect one-on-one with spouses offline who said, Oh, your husband just came back. Mine did too. How are things going at home? How has it been? Because I think civilians think, Oh, your husband's back from deployment. It's all like flowers and roses. And it's, it's great. You're one big happy family again. And yes, we're so happy to have him back, but it is like, it's a struggle. It's a struggle because he's not the same person. He's not the same person that left. And Right. Every time he comes back, he's different and reintegrating him is different because he's now just missed a whole year of my child's life and she doesn't like the same things and he doesn't know how she likes to have a bath. Yeah. He doesn't know what book she likes anymore to read, you know, and it's hard and it's really hard. Right. Uh, I don't have kids, but, you know, I've got, got kids and uh-huh. nephews and nieces. And that was like one of the hardest things for me is like every time I left and came back, it was like coming back to like a shadow of what my life used to be. Yeah. You know, it's like everything's evolved and changed. And yeah. we as people change while we're over there, too. So when yeah. we come back, it's it, it takes, you know, a couple months to adjust back to normal life and have that become the new norm. So that's definitely a struggle for sure. Yeah, and especially because my last deployment, my husband left during COVID. And so I was home with my daughter for a year. And it was just me and her essentially for a year. And while I worked from home trying to take care of her. Um, and so she was very clingy to me. Um, and then we moved to a new house. He got a new car. So I told him when he came back, I felt like I was, it was like, this is your new life. <laughs> like, it was like a whole new, yeah. like new house, new car, like your kids, a whole year older, a whole like different person. Um, we've had this like tough, really tough year, not the same level of toughness but like no one's shooting at us there's no like physical danger but like we've been isolated for a year essentially um from friends and family and from him and so yeah it's it's really really hard to kind of come back into that yeah it's emotionally draining you know like being apart uh that, that was brutal. Uh, I always tried to be single when I deployed because I've seen the struggle and the anguish caused on others while they're over there. And it's like, whew, you know, that that's tough. And I can't even imagine you guys are, you know, amazing for going through that and becoming coming on the other side on top, you know. Yeah. And something I always tell people, which I think is hard, they don't think about is during a deployment, like at least in my situation, I don't know for everybody else is like your spouse doesn't always have the emotional capacity to support you. Right. So it's like, so I got COVID the OG COVID like 20 in 2020 and I, I felt fine. I was not sick, but 
he was worried that if I got really sick, like who would be able to come take care of our daughter, right? Um, because you can't ask someone to come into your house when you have COVID to take care of your kid. We didn't have any family in the area. So he was worried about that. But I, you know, I was like trying to work from home. I had COVID. I couldn't go anywhere. Couldn't have anybody over. It was just me and my daughter. And I would try to complain to him to just like vent. But he's, you know, in Afghanistan trying to close down at Bagram and like stress to the max dealing with also dealing with COVID over there, which is a whole different story. And so he has no sympathy, no empathy for my situation. And it's really hard to have a relationship with someone who, when you're like, man, I had a really good day. And they're like, oh yeah, poor you, you had to stay at home all day. When, 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 you know, and you're like, okay, I realize your mm-hmm. situation is harder, <laughs> it's much harder, but like, you know, right. like, I'm, I'm not comparing. I, you know. I'm just saying mine suck too. <laughs> right. 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 I was like, I know you're yeah. way worse and you can complain to me about it, but like, can you just pretend to have sympathy for me? Like, it's really hard. So, um, so that's tough. Right. 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 But then you got the spouses group. Is that who you go and you're like, Hey, listen, this is where yeah. I'm at. Like, how do you guys mm-hmm. do like, and then you find yeah. new ways to yeah. deal with it as well as then you can talk to so, another spouse and be like, Hey, my day sucked. And they're like, you know what? My day sucked too. And like, you're not comparing like to overseas. Then you have more relatability. That's cool. But go ahead. Yeah, that's exactly right. And so when like you just realize like, okay, I cannot vent to my husband about this stuff. Like, and so that's why where the spouse of the group comes in, I can call my friend and be like, look, I had a crazy day at work. My kid's at home. She's next. I haven't given her any attention. Like can't leave the house. Like I'm having a really hard day. Like I'm trying to do it all by myself. My house is a disaster. My kid's been destroying it. Like, it's just like totally get that like same situation here. And it's just like, you can relate and have someone who understands you. And that's been just incredibly helpful. That's awesome. Well, I have some other guests that are going to come on uh, eventually. I'm trying to contact them now and they're more focused with spouse and families and secondhand mm-hmm. PTSD. So when I get more information, so I'll, I'll definitely shoot those resources your way, uh, books and stuff like that. And hopefully that can help you guys in some way for sure. Yes. Please do, because I would love to share one of the other things that we do is when I come across resources for spouses around anything, I, I share it with our group to say, hey, like, here's hiring opportunities for military spouses or here are, you know, discounts or anything. Um, so please share that because I think more spouses could could benefit from more more resources. Um, I will say the bank, too, has a team that's called our Life Event Services team, which is essentially... It's a team that if you're having any like personal life issues, they can support you if you need to, you know, talk to a therapist or talk to a counselor, they can refer you and the bank has benefits around that. But they also have a team that's specifically focused on supporting um, military and military spouses. So if you're PCSing and you have trouble mm-hmm. finding childcare, they can help you with that. If you're um, trying to figure out if your job is, is flexible, they can help you with that as far as talking to your manager and talking to HR. So um, we'd love to make sure that team also has those resources. It's like, cause you, it's the same number you would call if there was like domestic violence or some kind of problem. So it'd be good for them to have those right. resources too. 
That's amazing. Sounds like Bank mm-hmm. of America has got it squared away. You almost like can imagine if they just have like a little off branch that was a nonprofit that kind of like helped everybody. But that's amazing yeah. that you have those resources available. And yeah, hopefully we can find some stuff uh, outside of Bank of America that can do similar things too. Because I think a more informed spouses group and you know close knit family group that definitely strengthens the whole family as a whole. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I always think more, the more information I can get, the better. So in closing, uh, if you were talking to another spouse who has uh, a person in the military and, you know, maybe struggling with PTSD, like what would you tell them to like, Hey, you know, like if, if you were like to give that information to them and be like, Hey, this is what I would do or something along those lines. Yeah. I mean, I would say, build relationships with other spouses um, and make yourself aware where the resources available to you, because I know there are um, counseling resources through the military that are available to family members um, make and just take advantage of all those resources, but build a network and having other people that can understand your situation without judgment and who can support you are, is just essential as a military spouse. Cause there's a lot of times when we're, on our own or we have to deal with things by ourselves and having a network, everybody needs a network to support them. Right. hundred percent. And I'm going to do a a dive uh, into some resources after we finish up and I'll add those onto like the end of the post notes uh, in closing, be like, Hey, in summary, these are some resources available for spouses outside of bank of America. (laughs) But that's, that's it, Abby. Thank you so much for jumping on here. I really appreciate the chat and I thought it was really informative and it's, it's amazing. Like, what you guys do as a group is really, it's just, I don't know, it's hard to put in words, you know? It's awesome. Well, I am, I mean, I, I feel like it's, it's, I'm happy to be involved. It's selfish. <laughs> I'm like, I want to get to know other military yeah. spouses. They, and the group has helped me and I like, love building relationships and talking to people. So um, I'm I'm glad to do it. And it's, it's selfishly uh, advantageous for me too, to, to know, get some of and with that, we're going to wrap it up there with Abby. Uh, I did a little bit of a dive into some resources that spouses can look for to get a little bit of more information. One is a book, uh, I believe it's called Loving Someone with PTSD. Uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce the name of the author. I'll write it in the show notes. Go check that one out. As well as there's two retreats. Both have resources pages. Uh, Lone Survivor Foundation is one specializes in, I guess, the person with PTSD and the entire family. And another one I just talked with is Boulder Crest. Uh, both those websites I'll throw in the show notes. They both uh, do things for veterans as well as the family. And hopefully I can find more resources out there that are really helpful. Uh, yeah. And with that, I'm going to wrap it up. Hope you guys have a good one. Peace.